Hey, listen up, idiots. This is your spoiler warning. Also, you might get offended. So warning for that, too, you idiots. Uh, hello. My name is Kyle. And my name is Ryan. And when our powers combine, we form Dirty Nursed. <laughs> oh, Oh man! The only podcast that steals hosts from other podcasts and <sighs> puts them on our podcast. The only other podcast that does regrettable intros yeah. and then never edits them out. No, we're just gonna go with it. God damn it! That like was it. sloppy. <laughs> <laughs> it was really bad, and I've been thinking of that all day. That's the best you had, dirty mm. nerds. And that delivery was terrible. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, and I was gonna copy their speech mannerisms, guys. We have a special guest. Our good friend Mitch is here. I think for the rest of the episode, you have to do their mannerisms since you I, don't, that's, do I didn't do it. That's uh, the thing. It's, no, for the rest of this episode, you just start doing that. It's more like, welcome to Nerdy Thursday. That's the yeah. I thought you were going to say experience grind that time. No, I mean, it's <laughs> you guys. I'm trying to emulate you. It's terrible. That's pretty good. That's pretty good. It was better, good. right? Yeah, that, it, was, it was better. The state of mind I'm in is terrible right now. Okay. Why? Well, because <laughs> I, I can't... I've been in two different time zones. Oh. Yeah. Damn it, This is man. really bad, man. I'm sorry. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> so my mind isn't syncing up right, you know? Because that's, that's a real concern I would have with time travel. Oh, man. You know? You're blowing my mind. <laughs> Here, <laughs> I had one too many gigawatts, and now it is fried. Yeah, I, I think I'm on the same boat. Well, don't leave me dangling from the clock tower. Tell me what we're talking about here, Kyle. Uh, we're going to be talking about Back to the Future 1. I mean, that's what it would be classified now, because it's part of a trilogy, but it's <laughs> it's the self-titled. Yeah. Right? Yeah, yeah. Shit. It's just Back to the Future. None of them have a subtitle, I just it's realized. It's Back to the either. Future, Part 2, and then Part 3. Okay. Mm-hmm. It's no A New Hope. Nope. Nope. No subtitles. A Cowboy's Nightmare. What I'd call the third one. Oh, I was going to guess I mean, the I second guess. one. Yeah. Yeah. It makes more sense when you think it's... We did this because, wild, wild of, uh, because of our guest, Mitch. Mitch, why the hell are we talking about Back to the Future? Because I found out I was going to be driving the 13 hours out here. Uh-huh. And you asked me a bunch of times what I'd like to talk about. I sure did. And I ignored all those messages. Uh-huh. <laughs> you so, sure did. So then when it finally became crunch time and I was sitting down and enjoying just a, a random movie, I said, let's do this one. Yeah. So I'm, I'm very yeah. excited because <laughs> I know we're going to just broach new ground with Back to the Future. So the part, this movie is like one of the most iconic movies of all time, I feel like. Are you in agreement or disagreement with that statement? It's high praise. I, I'm not saying it's the best movie ever, but it, it's definitely a movie by which a lot of movies are judged by, especially <laughs> after it came out. It <clears throat> set a high bar for a lot of things, and I think it's well-deserved. Okay. So, sure. I'm, I'm just holding on to yeah. my opinion until I get into are. it, yeah. I'm excited. <laughs> uh, Mitch, why the hell did you drive 13 hours here? Because my girlfriend bought a cat. She did. And it was... Which most people were like, dude, you can get a cat at like a Walmart. Yeah, but this is a Savannah cat. It apparently, is. That's special because it's bred from a wild African cat. Yeah. Does I that... have no idea. I was just told to get in the car. Does it make it more or less likely to attack you? Hopefully more. Okay. Okay. I see what you're going for. If that cat yeah. isn't Real junkyard Shin. cat kind of thing. Yeah. One of yeah. wild sanctuary <laughs> in the house. Yeah, you I get it. junkyard cat? Yeah, just like a real junkyard <laughs> cat kind, okay. of, kind of deal. Yeah. I get that. So, 13 hours. How was the trip? Was it, uh, was it, was it worth it? <laughs> it, it, it was pretty brutal. I, uh, oh, man. Took a, I took a quick nap after I got out of work for about an hour and a half. Then we got in the car, left. I stayed up until she was too tired to drive, and then I started to drive. I got like an hour nap in the car right before I took mm-hmm. over. I drove from midnight to like 5 a.m., and then she took back over. For the last leg, too. We're meeting the cat lady. Man. That's a rough haul. Yeah. I it's don't... not the only time you've made it, either. No. Last year. You did it the year went before. a little bit further. Yeah. How much longer is that trip? Was that 16? I think it's 15. 15? But you guys stopped at Stephen Michael's yeah, house. Yeah, we stopped in Ohio. 
Yeah. You saw he has a cabinet, right? He does have a Ninja Turtle cabinet. God damn. Oh, and I thought just, it was a Street Fighter. It's a Ninja Turtle? Yeah. God damn it, Steve. Ninja Michael. Turtles. Turtles in Time, probably. Oh, okay. So. Yeah. Sure, sure. And then he has an entire wall of just games. I have seen it's that wall sick. of games. Yeah, he in his video the other night. Yeah. yeah. Which, by the way, if you're not a member of the Retro Video Game of the Month Club, you should get in on that. Check it out. It's great shit. Doing Lost Vikings next month. You guys ever played Lost Vikings? No. Nope. no. Neither of you have. I played that as a kid. I hated it. Because uh, it wasn't what I thought. It did not seem like a game I was into at the time because it was very puzzle based. Mm-hmm. Uh, and that kept me as like my ADD eight year old self far away from it. Well, that's why I rented it because I, from the looks of it, it's like you're a Viking fighting like aliens in space and shit. Looks like you're going to do some shit. Yeah. And then it's not. And no. I hated it as a kid. I've grown to like it a lot more. Okay. So you've gone back and played it since. Yeah, it's uh, very nice. It's. I mean, it's a puzzle. It's like trying. You like trying, right? I love trying. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You'll like, you'll like Lost Vikings. Oh, I'm sure. I'm sure. And it's a Blizzard game and they're known for nothing, if not quality games. So, ah, I'm sure it's going to be good. Did you, did either of you do the uh, game of the month this time? The Super Star Wars? I played it for like five minutes. I hate that game, man. I got all the way to the end to, to the final Death Star run, the trench run. And I just, I hit a wall after playing an hour and a half, and I was like, fuck this game, I'm just done. Like, I don't even care that I'm that close. Yeah. Fuck it, you don't earn any more of my time. It's a terrible game. Man. I. It's so cheap. It's so cheap. I don't so know why cheap. people fucking so voted cheap. for it. <laughs> it drives me nuts. I was like, this is, and then, they didn't win, but like, some other game this month was like, way higher than Flashback. Or, oh, yeah. Or no, Hook was higher than Mickey's. Magic Castle, which... I picked Magic Castle because I've never played it, and that sounded... I've, I've heard good things about it. I've never heard anything about Hook yeah. or Super Nintendo. Hook's not a great movie. <laughs> I imagine the fucking Super Nintendo tie-in yeah. is even worse. Well, if it's if if it's anything, there was the Aladdin game. That was good. Yeah. That was a, like that was a dope platformer. What's like, that? On Sega, though. Yeah, uh, I like the second one. I like the Super one okay, too. I think they're both fine, but I played the second one, yeah, too. Yeah, where you're actually throwing the apples. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's a big part. I like that second one. Yeah. Mitch, have you ever seen Back to the Future when you were a kid? Oh, of course. Of course, right? It's like one of those, like, your parents watched it or something? Yeah, or maybe my older sister, maybe. Yeah, because I remember my mom probably introduced me to it, and then we watched all of them. <laughs> and same way with, like, Indiana Jones. All these, like, Spielberg big things the amblin it's that yeah. amblin 80s family movie it, like, that just defines doesn't exist the 80s. anymore yeah yeah et's in that grouping mm-hmm. like but yeah man these movies were huge yeah um i don't know have you guys ever wanted to go back to the past or to the future mm-hmm. are you interested in time travel at all i would travel yeah like to a specific time do you, are you a history guy yeah i like I like different historical periods. Like, what would you go see? Mm, I'd probably, I'd probably go see the Gettysburg Address. That would really? be like something crazy to see. Yeah, that'd be neat. You think you would stand out as like Mitchell? <laughs> like, even if you were in like the, the attire, <laughs> could you blend in? I could blend in. Would people be like, what's up with this fucking guy, man? <laughs> He's talking all weird. It would take a couple days, but I'd blend in. I'd go. Yeah. Early. I'd go early. <laughs> You know, it might actually fit in, because shit, even at that time, like, a lot of people were from Massachusetts and Boston. It's where this country was made, man. Oh, yeah. You don't have a Massachusetts accent. I don't live in that part of the state. So, like, it just doesn't <laughs> affect you? Like, it's not a big no. state. Yeah. But, like, <laughs> well, I'm just saying. But, like, why, where's the divide? Uh, like, what's like, there? Like, 30 miles out of Boston, then people yeah. lose it. So, are you defend your state? God damn it! Don't just no. let them take shots at it like that. Like, oh, your tiny little state, and you're just like, it is a tiny state. Yeah. Massachusetts is not yeah. very big. Indiana's big, but yeah, because they got bigger as we spread west. Because there was a lot more to take. <laughs> I'm not lying, man. That's why. It's a small state. <laughs> it only I'd... takes three hours to get from one side to the other. Yeah, it's true. It takes and that's ah. a joy. There's Jesus driving through New York sucks. Oh, yeah, or Pennsylvania. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, no, Pennsylvania's all right the way we go. Oh, really? Yeah. I've get, always said Pennsylvania in a certain way. You get an hour and a half of Pennsylvania, 
if you're taking I ninety. Uh, okay. So, so right. like, what brings me to this? Did did you and Sean like grow up together? Yeah, you did. Because he has way more of an accent than you do, and he won't admit it. But I hear it in him a lot more than I've ever heard it from you. Uh, Why is that? Yeah. <laughs> well, I'm just I saying, like, <laughs> maybe because he moved to Arizona and moved back before I did. Wait, so you moved to Arizona too? No, I moved oh. down south. Okay, to Louisiana. I lived in North Carolina and Georgia. Okay, oh, Ryan grew up in North Carolina. Mm-hmm. I think we talked about this at yeah. one point. They don't—they don't have accents yeah. there, though. I'm very because they're transplants. I like—I like the Boston accent, which is why I focus on it so much. It's terrible. It's obnoxious, but I like it. And it's <laughs> probably because I don't live terrible. there, but I enjoy Just it whenever a bunch I of hear Bill Burr's running around. Yeah. Meh. Yeah. Perfect. Nailed it. <laughs> Just every that inflection for everything. Well, I think I'm there. But no, that was that, that's that way was more New York Jew than it is Bostonian. <laughs> oh, yeah. my mouth started moving. I had no more control. Uh, that's horrible. <laughs> that was me trying to do the out. intro earlier. It was terrible. The thing is, I did not prepare that all day. <laughs> sure, all day. <laughs> sure. All right, you got me there. And I did not say Turdy Nerds Day. No, you didn't. <laughs> I should have just went with it and just ripped it off. The the episode you guys just totally ate by like ate butt on, ate butt on. <laughs> Is that what you no, were saying? Ate our shit, bit our shit. When you guys just told, stole the intro, that was the funniest fucking thing in my life. And like you rehearsed it to like cut it out and put your names in. Oh yeah, it's, it's fucking beautiful. I was crying laughing from that. It took it took, it took a little while, but we got it. <laughs> I love that you just sat down and listened for a while. Yeah. Until you got it. <laughs> then you got those mannerisms. Um, I mean, fuck with you. This, this episode's jumping out around all over the place. It's all right. We're talking about end. history. I, I had a question We're about going, this area. Going back to Go ahead. Gettysburg. Because I was going to ask right. you about Indiana. Well, when I first got here, it seemed really flat. Yeah. And then you were driving us around all over trying to get to the winery on yeah. a little mini adventure. And it seemed just like home. Yeah, it's, it's very hilly. It's that glacial it's not, push, right? Yeah. It's anything past that up north is really flat But area. all the main roads they've made easy for travel, so they've just blasted straight through all the hills. Yeah. Made everything flat. <laughs> so that you you can just fucking hammer it at 75 and get through the state because nobody cares about here. Yeah. That's why it's a flyover. Because yep. you fly over it. Nobody Nobody stops here except for you guys. And now you're trapped. Yeah, I'm sorry. Cool. It's a good thing you don't have a Boston accent because you're never leaving. Yeah, it's like uh, an episode of The Twilight Zone or The X Files. Yeah, you went paranormal. Sweet. You could have yeah. just said like, I don't know, Buffalo Bill situation. I'm gonna throw you in my hole. <laughs> <laughs> you're here forever now. <laughs> so I, I went supernatural, and you went rapey. Put the skin, <laughs> put the lotion on the skin, or it gets the hose again. Please, I love it. just for the, for. The record audience. <laughs> Ryan is the one who went rapey. Um, contradictory uh, debate. Debate. Buffalo Bill. I don't know if he was a rapist. I All think right. he just killed people and used their skins to make skin suits. Hey, not a rapist. Mentally raping Me- is still raping. Artistic vision, maybe. Uh, rapist, no. I don't think so. That's <laughs> uh, mm, nah. We do podcasting like David Fincher. Yeah, treats his actors. Ter- Wait, who who treats actors worse, David Fincher or not Harvey Keitel? I can say Harvey Weinstein. <laughs> not Harvey Weinstein, because he's not a director. <laughs> I, he treats actors pretty bad, I hear. Uh, the fucking Shining. Why can't I think of his name? M. Night Sh- oh. No. Kubrick. <laughs> M. Night Sh- oh yeah, Stanley Kubrick. Sorry. M. I don't know Kubrick. why I went with what? M. Night Shining. never saw that twist coming. That was, yeah. Wow. <laughs> Holy shit. That's, I think my brain so, is slowly shutting so, down. <laughs> so now that's that's what happened with this time travel thing that this <laughs> M. Night Shyamalan went back in time and created the alter ego Stanley Kubrick. But time travel gave him cancer, and that's why Kubrick died of cancer. God damn it. Oh, okay. That makes sense now. It's yeah. dark. <laughs> that's dark. <laughs> um... <laughs> I don't know, Mitch. What else you got? Oh, so. (laughs) (laughs) My question for the area was when I Wikipedia'd the area. So you Wikipedia'd just this area of Indiana? Like Bloomington. Okay. And um, Mick Foley's from here. 
I did not know McFoley was from here. So you've obviously never run into him. Nope. So never mind. My question was immediately answered. There's a lot of famous people that come from Indiana in general. It's very weird. Axl Rose. Yeah. Michael Jackson. Yep. Uh, Alanis Morissette. Famously. She's she's Canadian. (laughs) Selma Hayek. Kylo, Kylo Ren's from here. Oh, Adam Driver? Adam Driver's from here. Oh, okay. Um, that makes sense. Selma Hayek. <laughs> Selma Hayek. Penelope Cruz. <laughs> she is from here, strangely enough. She went to high school two towns over from me. With Javier Bardem, too, right? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Why are you just going to Hispanic actors? <laughs> I, got, I got in the loop. I was like, Selma Hayek what was in it? Banditos with Penelope Cruz. Penelope Cruz. Was in uh, Vicky Christina Barcelona with Javier Bardem. That Funniest Woody story. Allen movie. The principal of that school, <laughs> Antonio Banderas. <laughs> <laughs> what about Cheech Marin? Is oh, he man, just he, the janitor? He was the janitor for sure. <laughs> he wasn't anybody. <laughs> Does anybody even care about Cheech Marin now? No. More than Tommy Chong, probably. No, Tommy Chong. Everybody loves Tommy Chong. Yeah, but what's he doing? Well, I think he... they only like him because they like the idea of him and he's not around. So Tommy Chong was in prison for selling bongs. <laughs> and while he was in prison, his cellmate was telling him his life story. And he's like, man, that's a crazy story. You should write a book. And that dude wrote a book. And that book was The Wolf of Fucking Wall Street. I thought you were going to say the Bible and no. like, really blow my fucking mind here. <laughs> no, but for real, that that movie oh, okay. and that book exists. Jordan because, Spell yeah, whatever or something. He was fucking cellmates with Tommy Chong. No shit. And cool. Tommy Chong was like, man, you should write that as a book. And the dude did. And then it became a fucking Martin Scorsese film with Leo DiCaprio playing that guy. A, a nice. really good Scorsese film. Mm-hmm. One of the betters. I think so. Yeah. Mm-hmm. What about Scorsese? I'm I'm bringing it back to Massachusetts and Boston. He's a big guy around there, right? He makes a lot of mob movies. Ah, I'm just doing stereotypical yeah. Boston shit for yeah, you. Yeah, Departed. Please, you I know? hope yeah. you get it. Don't do that. Goodfellas, right? Did you love Departed? Goodfellas wasn't in Massachusetts. Where was it at? New yeah. Jersey. That's stereotypical, uh, man. Departed is definitely Boston. Oh, don't yeah. even fucking start saying <laughs> that nonsense. Do you hate Departed? This is what I want. Yeah, Departed <laughs> was terrible. It Why? was terrible? Why? It was obnoxious. Did you hear all the accents? Yeah, I did. Yeah. I would have shot him all sooner. Marky Mark <laughs> is from there. Yeah. You yeah. ever run into him? No. <laughs> I, 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 I had the chance. You had we, the chance to run into Marky Mark? Yeah, he was just down the road. Where Sean was, was probably making at the Wahlburgers. event last night. At the Art Gala? Like, yeah, but not at the Art Gala. Okay. Down in the same town. That's where they filmed Daddy's Home too. Damn. So him, Will Ferrell, Mel Gibson, and... John Lithgow were all around the area. Hmm. God damn. And you never ran into them. No, it's an hour away. So oh. I ain't driving that far. I, I don't want you to meet any of those people. Maybe John Lithgow. I did meet Kevin O'Rourke, though. He's in the Aviator with Leo. How'd you meet him? He's a member at the golf club I work at. What the fuck, dude? Oh, that's pretty cool. Just giving out private information. Yeah, that's true. That. I'm sure <laughs> <laughs> Oh, man. Please, somebody say anything. Uh, you're not going to time travel? What? Yeah, here you're we go. You're not going to time travel? Um, I would time travel. I would not go back in time because there's nothing worth going for back in the past. So you I have no interest now. in changing. Yeah. Now or the future. I would love to go in the future and see what's up. Because but then I want to know. And you came back. Would you alter your... Would I come back? I who knows. I think you would. No, <laughs> I don't, nah. I I don't think I I don't. I don't so you think just so. Be an observer, kinda. Yeah, I just I. Uh, it's more about the curiosity, satisfying the knowledge of what happens, and just getting a bigger picture. I already know what has happened in the past through history, through things. I want to fill in the unknown. And learn that. about the future. I don't want to change anything. I would just be a passive observer and just see what was up. That's what I would want. It's about the uh, curiosity. I wouldn't go back in time and like 
shoot Hitler as a baby or something like <laughs> many people would. Because uh-huh. yeah, what if you make it, it worse, happened. man? Yeah. That's mm-hmm. the basis of that fantastic Ashton Kutcher film. The butterfly effect. Dude, where's my car? Oh, shit. Oh, uh, I should have let you have it. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, I would probably be more interested in going to the future to the past for the same reason. Okay. Like, you you kind of know what's gone on there. What the fuck is going to happen is a lot more interesting. Yeah. Plus, yeah. we didn't talk about it, but I would totally pull a biff from Back to the Future 2. Mm-hmm. Abso-fucking-lutely. Just make the almanac to yourself? Yeah. And just make gigantic sports bets? Mm-hmm. That'd be sweet. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Yeah. That's exactly what I'd do. I'd no, like to no say lie. I wouldn't, but yeah, I totally would. <laughs> or I would exploit something for that same. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. We're shitty people. End of podcast. <laughs> yeah, That's I mean, it. we are. On yeah. that note, uh, why are you listening to us? We're degenerates. Yeah. Uh, go fuck yourself. Let's do butt stuff. That's, that's oh, a perfect right. tag. Peace out. Sweet. Back to the future. <laughs> that, that was the episode. <laughs> Just time travel in general, to, and the movie, kind of. Does this movie best describe time travel for you? Or no. Does it leave a lot of holes? It doesn't, and that's fine. Like, it's not trying to. So you have movies like Primer, and a couple more that get super deep into the, like, physics and all that sure. bullshit of, like, time travel. I don't even, mm. Not even physics, but, like... Oh, the technicalities. The, of yes, it. and all that yeah. shit. And that doesn't need to happen for a movie like Back to the Future. Back to the Future isn't trying to be that. It's a fucking roller coaster ride. Yeah. Of crazy shit that is impossible. Yeah. Theoretically. Like, just just jump on and have fun on the ride, man. Yeah. That's that's the way I've always looked at it. My answer is that a narrative should always establish a set of rules, and it doesn't matter what those rules are, but as long as they don't break the rules, I am fine. So if you only want to deal with the very basics of time travel, that's okay as long as you don't contradict yourself. Yeah. And Back to the Future doesn't do that. So it's a magic MacGuffin that does it. If I want something like more in depth, I'll go to Primer. I don't, I don't like Primer. I don't know. But I could go like Looper or something for more intricacies and that kind of shit. But for what it is, I think Back to the Future is a okay with what it does with the time travel. And I think, um, it does, Honestly, it deserves a lot of credit because I think it displays time travel in a way that made it probably easier for the masses to understand more than anything else by that point. Like, they're, they're very smart things they do with like the stopwatches and like the dog Einstein going back in time and showing it on the screen and then talking about like the path and, you know, how that patch pints off, but it comes back at the same time. So they were on a journey, but it branches in. Like, they were just doing these very clever, kind of show not tell of time travel and i think uh like i said up till that point this is the best time travel has been presented in movies or tv shows or anything i think no i agree (laughs) (laughs) no because like if you watch um because we're still we still got to talk about this on nerdy thursday with harry potter and the prisoner of azkaban and the time trailer okay like that's just wildness and like I don't understand how, like, she's in those different places at the same time. Yeah. But nobody else can know. And then Harry, like, they walk yes. through the door at the yeah. same time they're disappearing. Yep. That's, I'm, I'm sorry, Sean. Uh, I know you love Harry Potter. I don't. And it's for the very reason I just said. It's because they don't set up the rules properly. They can, they've they got magic rules, rules that JK come Rowling out. Of, wants to. Yeah, yeah. It just shit comes down to solve plot points. It, there's no internal logic to it. It's and I cannot Deus get invested. Ex machina. Just, oh, I learned to spell at the last no, minute. It's petroleum. <laughs> Fuck petroleum? Off, I don't know. Petroleum. <laughs> petroleum jelly. Look at eat it. Set yeah. you on fire. <laughs> yeah, but I, th- you know, that's a great example because Prisoner of Azkaban, I remember being very convoluted. I, I think I liked it probably more than some of the other Harry Potters because it was like at least trying to go out there yeah but like it was not simple it was not streamlined and it was just clunky and back to the future just does not have that problem yeah so like, that, it is a well-oiled machine yes. and, that, and that's what i think i even wrote to you today i was like man yeah you're not gonna have any problem flying through it 
It's yeah. perfectly paced, perfectly edited. The only thing, like, I think this movie is like an hour 30. Nah, dude. It's not it's, even that. It's an hour and 56 minutes. It's almost really? two hours. Is it but two it hours? Doesn't feel Man, like it, it flies yeah. so fast then. No, cause I checked it out. Cause I was like, holy shit, this is two hours. I remember it being so quick. Yeah. And it does. It moves quick, but it's fucking two hours. And that, I think that is credit to just like a fucking great filmmaker, like, uh, Robert Zemeckis. Yes. Or, yeah. Is, who did this one? Zemeckis. It was a Zemeckis. Yeah. Okay. Robert so Zemeckis. him. And Steven Spielberg's a producer, so you yep. know he's involved. And like, just that fucking eye mm-hmm. for how a movie is going to come together and they just nail everything. And it, at never, at any point, are you like, I've seen this movie like a hundred times and watching it for the, the whatever time last night had been like many years, but even still, I was like, I knew all the beats, and I'm like, fuck yeah, man, yeah, this is awesome, yeah, this movie is fucking fantastic. It's it's one of those movies too that you can watch much in the way that you'd watch Arrested Development, and that just because you know where the the show or movie is going, um, it doesn't ruin it because they set a lot of stuff up. They pay a lot of attention to doing place setting, like we're doing this now. Because it's going to pay off later. So then like, when you watch it on a repeat, you're yeah. just like, this mayor really, uh, they have his shit fucking everywhere. Like they're just announcing like, Hey, remember this guy? Wink, wink. Cause later he's going to come in and it becomes kind of this like contextuality where it's like, you can watch this movie over and over again. And I think it's always fun because the movie has this little loop to itself. It's it really like, does, man. One of the, uh, watching. Like a, whenever a BuzzFeed or one of those like list things pop up about it, something I like, oh, so yeah. like Back to the Future, yeah. Like on there they had it's the Twin Pines Mall and you meet him there, but then he destroys one of the trees. Yeah, when he comes so, back. So at the end it's the Lone Pine Mall. Yeah. yeah. Like they have stuff like that too, which I never noticed when I was a kid, and I probably course, wouldn't yeah. have noticed except for reading that article. Mm-hmm. It's it's great little touches like that that make the movie just come to life, and like again, it gives credibility to rewatching because. It is so enjoyable. You're going to rewatch it. Um, so one of the things I noticed for the first time, it's actually one of my notes, is that uh, the whole fucking thing with Doc Brown is alluded to at the very beginning. Because when he has all these clocks, one of the clocks is like a cut out of a dude hanging on one of the fucking arms. Yep. Mm-hmm. Never noticed that before. And I'm like, holy fuck. Yeah. This right here. Like, it's all this big circular thing. Yeah. Everything in this movie is planned. And put there for a reason. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. Um, I don't know where you're wanting to go, but like, let's talk about that opening shot. <clears throat> I forget how great of a filmmaker Robert Zemeckis is because of all of the CG garbage he's been doing recently, like Monster House and Beowulf and Polar yeah. Express, like mm-hmm. that garbage. Um, I think it's a waste of his talents, but like, you go back to Forrest Gump and you go back to Back to the Future. And just like the way this man moves his camera, he's an artist, man. Like he really does some like cool shots like that opening, which is like one long take where they built like this contraption really to elaborately open the dog food. And like that's all there. It looks cool. It informs you this guy's like a scientist and engineer building shit. But like it also tells you something's wrong because he hasn't been there. There's shit piling up and then it leads into Michael J. Fox coming in and there are all kinds of like Wes Anderson, like zoom in on dials, like very symmetrical in frame. Like there's just so many good shots in this movie. It, it, it just it's a beautiful film that I think still holds up. And I think you can go into it having never seen it and still be like kind of taken back by it. Do you guys watch movies with the subtitles on or off? Uh, depends if yeah. there's any kind of um, uh, dialect yeah. on. Like a, a British show, absolutely have to have dial- or subtitles on. Because like what we're watching this, like you said, even right from the beginning, like watching the the guy, you see the clock tower, and then when, as Michael J. Fox is leaving, you see the plutonium case on the bottom. Yeah. But even listening to the news report as yeah. they do the whole thing and it's starting to hum up. Like, talks about the plutonium and, and the, the Libyans. Libyans. Yep. It also mentions the clock tower and all this different stuff that, like you said, just keeps yeah. continuing to wrap around on itself. What yeah. I love, too, like, so you bring up this opening shot. Not only does it tell us a lot about Doc, it tells us a lot about Marty as a character, too. Because he comes in, sees Doc's not there, but isn't super worried. He wants to fuck with this giant speaker that Doc has. Yep. <laughs> and so it shows him, like, 
cranking everything to max, which is a bit of a rebel move. And then so he blows the speaker out, and then Doc calls him. And Doc's like, hey, be careful with the speaker. Something's out of whack. And he's like, oh, yeah, I'll, I'll be sure to take care of that. And it's like, it's him, Marty, also lying and, like, manipulating things so that he doesn't look bad, which is another thing that he does a lot in this movie. It's it's all these little character builds that are shown to us within, like, sure. the first five minutes. Yeah. Great opening shot, man. Agreed. Um, I will bring up, uh, famously, Eric Stoltz was going to be Marty McFly. And yeah. they replaced him into into filming. And I think, uh, one, absolutely right decision. Because I think this character, Marty McFly, watching him, he is is kind of... You have to toe the line, like the Bart Simpson line, of being like cheeky and plucky, but not obnoxious. Yeah. And I think Michael J. Fox gets away with it with his charisma. Whereas I think a lot of actors could not do this part justice at all i've seen some of the eric stoltz shots man and they are just not there like michael j fox brings this energy in this life to marty mcfly which Mm -hmm. it's sort of an iconic thing it's almost like a mark hamill and a luke skywalker thing like they're so inbred in it like nobody else could do it but it also like it kind of defines them and they're hard to be seen as anything else because I mean, Michael J. Fox is Marty fucking McFly for the rest of my life. Oh, and yeah. seeing him in other things, it's hard. It's like, oh, that's Marty McFly doing a thing. Like, yeah. it's a weird thing. Yeah. What are your thoughts? Yeah. What are your thoughts on Michael Jumping J. Fox? Are you a Michael J. Fox fan? Do you like him in this role? Do you typically watch movies with him in it? What's up? Uh, Not a huge Michael J. Fox fan. Okay. I definitely agree with you that he, like, trying to think of somebody else in that role, it's, it's just impossible. Yeah. Like, the, with the, I don't know if it's just because growing up, like, watching it sure. with him, then, like, trying to, you know, implant somebody else is definitely hard to do. Mm-hmm. But, like you said, there's that fine line for anybody, really, which. I'm trying to think of a good example for, like, something new and fresh. I've been trying to think of that, too, where somebody is trying something and they're not getting there. Maybe, like, uh, the newest Joker is just not there for anybody by Jared Leto. Like, uh, yeah, yeah, that's up there. It's, it's, any, you there, can tell what it's going for, but uh, it's, it's not there and it feels inauthentic. Scott Eastwood. Um, anything Scott Eastwood is in. Okay. And, yeah. And whatever he's trying to do is never the right fit. They try to make him, like, an everyman. Like the generic, like Jason Bateman. They're trying to make him Jason Bateman, but the dude is so wooden and fucking like his dad, Clint Eastwood. Just cannot do shit. <laughs> yeah. Man. Um, Christoph Waltz, whenever he's a good guy. Yeah. No, uh, I can't buy it. <laughs> and generally, I, no matter what guy, he tries, he's pretty terrible in Green Hornet. I secretly love that movie and I love Man. his performance in it's it. So I have bad. No regrets. I, I love it all. I okay. love it all. It's a weird art experiment. I love it. It's some something. Yeah. Yeah. We're not talking about that though. We're talking about Back to the Future. Which uh, I have two depressing points about. About go? Back to the Future? I mean, it's yeah. super depressing, but go so, ahead. Like I said, I read all the lists and articles that pop up. Did you see the fan theory about his mom? No, and how she is a depressed alcoholic at the beginning. Oh yeah, because I've not seen this article, but keep going. So yeah, she's I a depressed, you know, alcoholic, and talks about how they met and like they go to the dance together, and throughout the entire film, looping in back around on itself, like we've been talking about, she says like right at the dinner table that she would never call a boy, she wouldn't, yeah, you know, go park with a boy in a car, do any of these things. But as soon as he Marty McFly goes back in time. His mom's chasing after him, like, hardcore. Yeah. So, the fan theory is that the scene in the car... Went to fruition. ...actually happens, and then, like, George McFly kind of, like, ran up to her afterwards and kind of comforted her, brought her to the dance, they kissed, and then she just kind of, in that depressed, lowly lowly state, and then stays with him. You're saying Biff raped her. Yeah. Yeah. I could see that because there's definitely a detachment in those earlier scenes. Like she's, she's, she's telling the story at the, the breakfast table with everybody. And then Crispin Glover is like zoned out and into the TV. Like there's just a whole disconnect between them two. And it could be because of 
Something like that. Yeah. And she obviously is hitting the vodka hard. She's drinking yeah. it very openly. Oh, yeah. In the whole scene. Yeah. I'm glad you brought it. So this is one of the things that people talk about this movie is the fact that Marty goes back in time and pushes his dad out of the way. And then his mom develops a gigantic crush His dad, who is a peeping Tom, and yes. that's how they met, yeah. essentially. Yeah. And that's like, it's it's that moment when every kid realizes their parents are fallible. And they're not And perfect. you're like, oh, shit. Like, you're just fucked up like me. Ugh. Yeah. And then you kind of have to, like, deal with that. Like, that moment's there, and it's a perfect, I think, encapsulation. But, sorry, go ahead. Well, I was just going <laughs> to say, like, man... Kudos, Leah Thompson. I've seen for what a fair for share doing, amount. What? <laughs> I've seen a fair mare, fair amount of pornography in my days. I have never seen a fucking chick hornier than Leah Thompson in this fucking movie. She pines for Marty so badly. Like the fucking faces she makes. Nah, and, man, you've not seen enough old James Bond movies. Maybe though. I haven't, man. <laughs> but it's like, and it's per- she is fucking moist for this dude it's crazy like i and it's her fucking son and it's really creepy but man <laughs> well that's the humor yeah I, I mean it's much like everything is kind of ratcheted up to like the 10th degree like it's the whole if i was my own grandpa caricaturized yeah. like everything slightly you know Crispin glover's not just like the meek one like he's painfully shy and really really fucking backwards like Everything's really dialed up. So, like, her mutual attraction, because of, like, I think you have to do so much within the span of two hours, uh, they have to really dial it up. So she is this weird, almost succubus. Very to, much so. To Marty. Yeah. And it, yeah. it's, it's, but again, it's like, everything else is. So, like, it doesn't bother it's, me. It's not necessarily, that it bothers but it's something but it that is I've noticed, notable. Like, this yeah. time, like, man, like, I've never seen anybody like that almost in any media and yeah. maybe i haven't seen enough james bond but like she is pouring it on thick and like she wants him to like stay the night and she touches his leg and he gets up and like i don't know just the way that like she actually is looking at him it's fucking like yeah man she wants to bow him i think that's also just good direction because a lot yeah. of people would just like tell you or have the characters say what they're doing but like zemeckis again shows you exactly what's going on and like really chooses to linger on certain shots you know sure it's all yeah. great all great you lucked into like a good movie somehow i, I don't I know, know. It's like it's, i just watched back to the future let's do. do this <laughs> again it's, it's kind of a weird episode because there's nothing really to hate on like i don't no. think i have a single complaint with this movie it's not the best movie of all time but fuck i will watch it Anytime it's ever presented to me. Yeah, like the next two years, you'll watch it. You'll watch it again in two years yeah. and be like, "I'm glad I glad I watched it again." Yeah, man. It's a. I would I will go out and say it's a perfect movie. Yeah, I would. For what it agree does, with that. what it set up, sets out to do, perfectly. And we have not even talked about Christopher Lloyd yet and his brilliance in this fucking role as Doc Brown. Yeah, I mean, agree, disagree. Oh, uh, absolutely. There's, yeah. there's silence going on here, guys. No, it, like, uh, it's it. what's uh. <laughs> I'm just blo- well, and I was also hot what I take. Was, I like Christopher Lloyd. What I was also Back thinking about was uh, so I didn't have a complaint. I guess if I'm going to nitpick, my one complaint is the old people makeup is just let's put wrinkles on their neck. The neck, yeah, and that's like and up here too. Sure, because that's yeah. all that you see on all of them, and they even throw it on Christopher Lloyd, yeah. which I think is not really needed. Well, they need to make him look like, even older. <laughs> they do, but like Doc Brown is almost timeless. Which is kind of a cool aspect of sure. it. And it's another thing I noticed this viewing, like, he's Doc Brown throughout. He's the constant, to use a lost term, like, this is what is holding everything together. And it's this cool thing. But again, it, it's just sort of, maybe it's because I'm watching it on a giant HD TV too, like. No, I, it's, I think it's noticeable. Yeah. Even on, like, I, the DVDs I have back in college when I watched them. It was, it was always noticeable. I don't think it's the best makeup, but again, it's the nitpicky. It does of enough. Nitpicks. Like it's fine. Yeah. yeah. Christopher Lloyd absolutely does kill it though. Uh, in both eras, he's just man. He's like he's Kramer pre Kramer. Yeah. Like yes. I would have to imagine Michael Richards based some yeah. of his performance on fucking Doc Brown. It's all in the eyes. 
Like his eyes were cracking me up in scenes. Like when Lorraine shows up to the garage. Oh. And, yeah, and amazing. His his fucking reaction the entire time, like he even goes into the background and doesn't even focus on him, but you can see his fucking eyebrows going. And it's like, man, this guy is just like killing me right now. And so the whole thing, like, so Doc has tried to tell Marty, like, hey, don't get involved with the past because you don't know what'll happen. And then the past literally comes and knocks on his door, and you can tell Doc is like so fucking anxious about it, and he's like he wants to like direct things, but also doesn't want to influence yeah. the past. And he's having this week. He's like, I don't know what the fuck to do again. Fucking brilliance from Christopher Lloyd, just crushing it. And I'm sure a primary, like a big part is Robert Zemeckis and his directing. Oh yeah. Yeah. It has to be. So I don't know, man, what else you got, Mitch, about this movie? You got a two depressing. Yeah. Facts. I have another depressing. Yeah. Fact. Let's hear yeah, this. But one. then, you know, to finish up that fan theory, so they come back and everything worked out and there's the complete, that whole complete turnaround and how much better yep. their life is. So like that kind of is a good way to finish and wrap up that fan theory. I can get behind that one. Yeah. That makes sense. Like you that can, makes sense. But then the second most depressing thing in the movie is right before they go back in time or he, Mike Marty goes back in time or he sends Einstein. It's the first test. <laughs> Doc Brown has never made a successful invention. No. And he says this at least a couple times. There's, yeah. There's, but he's so confident in this one, he's standing to become the next hood ornament. <laughs> this well, is, and he, he won't let Marty walk away either. Yeah, and he's like, fuck it, we're going out together if this doesn't work. This is when the Rick and Morty uh influence became really clear to me because I was like, why? So this man who's a failed inventor... He's not only going to stand in front of his car, he pulls Marty back in to get hit by the car, but he also shoves the dog in there simply to hold a watch. Like, that's really all... Like, he could have just put the stopwatch in the seat and had the same fucking outcome. There's no reason you should put your dog in a car that you are controlling with an RC remote. Yeah. Like, it's all fucking... It's bad idea after another. It's fucking insane. I'm like... That principal who like pulled Mario aside, he's like, "Don't hang out with that man. He's he's fucking bad for you." I'm like, "Yeah, he was the voice of fucking reason." That dick bald principal who's in every movie is the dick bald principal. Yeah, he was right. He was. I'm with. That's fucked up. Brian <laughs> <laughs> summed it up better than I could have. <laughs> I don't remember Libyans ever being a scary thing, but I definitely know where Libya is now. I had no idea where the fuck this was as a kid. <laughs> oh, no, yeah. They're, like, almost the perfect, this, like, scary terrorist thing. You could have said Wakanda for all I knew as a kid, and I would have been like, yep, that's a made-up sure, country. I, I guess it's Libya. Well, sure. When did this movie come out? 85. Uh, shit, or it really? was probably shot in, like, 84. But yeah. it was it was 85. It was in the 80s. I, I don't... 85? Because in 83, there was a base yeah. in Beirut, Lebanon uh, that was... Well, have they done the do Lebanese? Not lately. Never mind. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I mean, it happens. <laughs> well, I mean, I was just trying to think. Uh, I, got, I, mean, I got my own countries mixed up. That's why I don't pull out facts, because yeah. I'm always going to be wrong, and facts I don't want to get called on that. That's why... <laughs> hey, I stop mid-fact. It doesn't count. That's <laughs> true. That's Is true. Is that right? Yeah. He's, he's oh, still 100%. <laughs> you get to pull that bail cord and just fucking bolt. <laughs> uh... So, I have one more note, and then we can just kind of freeball some more discussion. I guess it's maybe a testament to how long it's been since I've seen this movie not on television. Oh, but sure. I never got the joke that the jazz musicians were smoking pot. You uh, reefer addicts? <laughs> well, yeah. Like, and like they get out of the car and like the smoke billows out, and I'm like, Oh fuck! They're out getting stoned. Oh yeah, at a fifties fucking school dance playing jazz. Of course yeah. they are, but like no, it oh, yeah. never ever clicked until last night. I was like, oh, what the? F I'm retarded. Yeah, apparently. <laughs> I, like it went that long for it to really resonate. I was like, so they censored reefer addicts because that to me sounded. I don't pretty know what they censored. Politically but correct, like that was like the nicest, most polite way to say it. I just it. never really picked. We up. don't mess with the reefer addicts. And again, maybe it's. Well, before and post my chocolate milk years, but like I never <laughs> noticed that. Like oh, piece it together, okay? Yeah, I just remember them being the one dude's angry that he's messing with his car, mm, and then the other yeah. friends get out to help him. I don't yeah. 
remember if there's an edit that cuts out the reefer stuff or what but there could be yeah i definitely do not remember them being jazz musicians smoking weed which is actually the most obvious thing in the world and i thought that was pretty great sure Going off that, uh, Marty's a huge dickhead. Uh, did you notice when he gets out of the trunk, the guy fucking slices his hand and Marty just pops up. And he's like, thanks, bro. And then fucking takes off running. And he's like holding a bloody hand in- enough that he can't play a guitar. And it- Marty's fucking defense. It was his entire existence on the line. He said, thanks to and make pat sure. him on the shoulder. And he didn't as even have to left. do that, dude. He was fading from existence. At that point, you may as well say nothing and be like Tom Cruise focus, like running in Mission <laughs> Impossible, like you're focused on it. Don't fucking say, don't give me, don't give me your patronizing thanks on your shoulder. Oh, man. Again, I like, <laughs> holy shit, dude. Dude was fading out of existence. Last he knew, Biff was with his mom, not George. True. He's got to be like, what the fuck is happening? Yeah. I mean, I don't blame him to just being like, screw you guys. (laughs) I'm fucking out of here, man. Okay, well, I've got nothing then. That's all all I had. That's really, I mean. Here's the dick. (laughs) It's the smallest. Apparently we agree. It's the smallest things to even try to nitpick. And that's the worst thing. Oh, it's not even a nitpick. I just think it's funny. Like I have no nitpicks with this movie. I, I really don't. I think it's a perfect film. I fell in love with johnny be good because of this movie sure as a young kid i was like this song is awesome i fell in love with the huey lewis news of course that's a fucking great cameo by the way of huey lewis in the beginning yep when they're playing a huey lewis song to be like yeah you guys are too loud (laughs) cut it out you're done he has a huey lewis poster i is the Huey Lewis in the news song about time travel? Was that written for this Back movie? Back in time. Mm-hmm. It was for this movie? Back in time was, yeah. Way to fucking go, Huey Lewis. Even your movie tie-ins? Solid gold. It's okay. I mean, it's no power of love or do you heart believe in love roll. or heart of rock and roll. Yeah. Or... But it's it's catchy and it's, it's Huey fine. Lewis. Yeah. It's no Ghostbusters. <laughs> <laughs> that theme, not the movie. I, You know, here here's... I'll go out on a hot take. I like Back to the Future better than I like Ghostbusters, better than I like almost any nostalgic movie you want to throw at me from the 80s. I think I'll take Back to the Future over all of them. Over Goonies, over... I think it's way better than Goonies. E.T. Way better than Goonies. Over... Fuck Sean's opinion. Yeah. Goonies yeah. is okay. It's fine. Back to the Future is way better. Um, Back to the Future is just, I think, the my only movie, movie. I think is maybe in competition with this. I prefer this to Indiana Jones. I do too. I do too. I'll be honest. My only movie, and maybe it's just looking back now. I fucking love Predator, man. I love Predator. Okay, that's like eighty-eight. I know you do. I know you do. Maybe eighty-seven, but man, that movie is just the perfect eighties action movie of all time. I feel. We'll have to talk about that new trailer. With Olivia Munn in it, I and know. how you feel about that? I know. <laughs> I think we both know how we both feel about that. I'm hopeful still because Shane Black. It's Shane Black. But I know. as soon as too. I saw Olivia Munn, I was like, "Oh fuck!" And I'm the, worried. It was the same as fucking Mona Lisa. Oh, there you go. That's... From Venom, I was like, "Oh, uh, yeah, okay." Yeah. So this is what we're doing. But but speaking of people who don't quite make it. Olivia Munn. <laughs> Whatever she tries to do, she's just not quite there. Yeah. Uh, what it, believable girl? Back. Not quite believable as a woman. Yeah. Or as an every woman. As a person. In general, I don't believe <laughs> you, you exist. She's not a person. Yeah. That thing doesn't poop. That thing was genetically engineered <laughs> to just burn fuel. Yeah. And sure. Exhaust. <laughs> and out Brett Ratner's <laughs> pig behavior behind major motion pictures. Oh, man. Hashtag, she did too. Nah, it was horrible. Yeah, that was. An I wasn't gonna of call you out. Which... No, nah, that's bad. You should call me out. I should get the shame bell. Mitch, have you ever thought about a Back to the Future tattoo? No. 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 So this movie doesn't impact you that much. Not that serious. No. Where does what it was lie? on your leg? I saw a tattoo on your leg. That's from what was it? Christmas the leg lamp from the Christmas. Story. All right. Christmas story, but not back to the future? Yeah. Uh, I kind of get it, man. Christmas story is the one of the ubiquitous. cultist of cult movies, I feel. Sure. And when you love that movie, 
You're pretty all in. I have a. Are you all in on Christmas story? He has a fucking tattoo. Dog. He could have lost a bet. I don't know. I am pretty much as all in as you can get. I was just about to say, I have a Christmas tree ornament. Yeah, big fucking whoop. I have a tattoo on my leg, asshole. What are your thoughts on Christmas story two? The one with the, the jacks. I didn't watch summer school. It's good. Is it good? I'm not, I didn't even know it's the movie good. existed until right now. It's not. There's only one. It's not as good as the there's first only one. one character that links the two together. Yep. Who? Miss Shields. What? Yeah. Yeah. This, who cares about her? Nobody. 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 <laughs> but it's a good story. I think Charles Grodin's in it. He's always great for a laugh. <laughs> <laughs> I'm pulling out all of the fucking obscure shit tonight. Where on the scale? From one through three, do you rate the first Back to the Future? So are you saying one, of two, the three. three movies, where is its ranking? Yeah. Why don't we just rank the three, go around and... Okay, that works too. Do that. Mitch, would you like to start? So I'm putting them on the... What's your the What's your favorite? Like, yeah. Like the Olympics? Yeah. Yes, yes. Who gets the gold medal? I'm just going to do one, two, three. Man, you okay. know, before... You said Olympics, not me. That's why I went with the metal theme. I'm not. I'm oh, not. Sorry. I have to fucking get One rid of it. One gets gold, two gets silver, three gets bronze. Before <laughs> probably recording this episode, I, I would have been 2-1-3. I think one's a superior movie after rewatching it now. I think So I, I'm the same as you. One, two, and three. Two's fun. I think one is almost a perfect movie. Yeah, right? I can't... Yeah. That's it. Yeah. The first one's the best. I have a special place in my heart for the second one. Not a perfect movie by any means. Third one's fine. Third one is better than most of the crap you still see. Yeah. It gets a really weird negative rap because it's the worst of the Back to the Futures. Still better than most of the bullshit that you see. Mm -hmm. Easily. I'll still watch that over fucking, I don't know, 10 Cloverfield Lane. I mean, that's your pick. That's whatever. <laughs> that wasn't even what was in my head, but that's what came out of my mouth. So. I saw where you're going. <laughs> I saw it. I have nothing to say, sir. Like, I you're know, the one man. leading this rodeo, man. I, I usually do, and I'm not bad at it, but today's <laughs> really bad. Hey, it took us a long time to get started, but... Well, that's kind of our thing. <laughs> That's we true. got there, and I think we did a pretty good job um, so far. For all this rambling, it's still under an hour right now. I know, that's what and I'm that's saying. And that's with an edit. Yeah. Oh, yeah. we're going to cut a big chunk out, but not oh, this yeah. part. People are hearing the fact that they're not hearing something from before. It was that, all that just juicy, juicy racism from one of the people in this podcast. Find out. <laughs> You'll never Click know. the link <laughs> to see who's the racist. <laughs> Uh, so who do you think Gus likes better, you or Sean? <laughs> Jesus Christ, that's personal. Sean. I know. You think so? Yeah. I kind of get that feeling too, weirdly. Oh. He kind of opens up to him a little more. Like, he gives him a lot more response. With you, he just immediately shuts down. I think it's maybe from a lifetime. <laughs> he knows I'm going to say something stupid. Yeah. <laughs> but with Sean, he's, he's, he's not fully there yet. He's like, okay, Sean wants to talk to me. And then Sean's like, nah, man, fuck you. <laughs> Yeah. We're going to record with him on Tuesday. I've been looking so fantastic. forward to another Gus episode. Ooh. Oh, yeah. It's going to be good stuff. Um, it should come out the day before this. Yeah. I oh, think it will. Yeah, there you go. I think it will. Let's <laughs> have a Mitch-filled week. Yeah, you should. Go. It's time travel. Uh, He's in two places at once. my episode from yesterday. <laughs> <It's> episode 69. <laughs> <laughs> We're taking dirty questions. We're yeah. asking Gus dirty things. Oh, man. This oh, is that's awesome. Crazy. This is going to be crazy. It's way better... I think we just did an episode 69. We didn't make it a thing. We didn't. We should have. Because we're fucking man-children. And we didn't. What One of us leans more towards that on the scale. That's a, <laughs> <laughs> let the viewers decide who. Okay, we'll let the viewers decide who. <laughs> oh, man. I don't really have anything else to say outside, you know. <laughs> a billion times back to the future is a perfect fucking movie man yeah yeah it's a, every time i find new reasons to love it i i it just keeps growing in estimation with every viewing i love it perfect movie definitely 
Yeah, the, like I said, the things I said were the depressing things. Yeah. But it's, like, it's it, not even... it builds into the movie, and it's not, like, something that would turn you off from it. Mm-hmm. I was just, about to like, say, it's not even like, oh, bad depressing. Rape's pretty depressing. Yeah. And if that's really what happened, that's fucking off. But other than that, <laughs> Marty made it great, right? At the Enchantment Under the Sea dance. Would you guys ever wear 3D goggles in public? God damn. I sure wouldn't. <laughs> <laughs> just, just like all the time around. Yeah, town. like that fucking guy in Biff's crew. I'll, I'll wear some to the arcade expo next year. You Not should. Billy Zane, the other guy. Yeah. <laughs> Which one was Billy Zane? He had the black hair. The it, it was like almost Titanic hair. It was the same look as Titanic. Oh, okay. But he was he was in the crew too. He he, he has like no lines. No, he just holds Marty as he's getting punched at one point. Oh, yeah. Okay. I remember that. It's a very exaggerated yeah. theatrical punch, too. Yeah. yeah. I liked it. I let you know Marty's been hit here. <laughs> hey, guys, pay attention. There's pain going on. All right, you wiener. Wrap this shit up. <laughs> I'm trying to, man, but there's still... Hold on. You guys are good at recognizing people. Okay. And this kind of Sometimes. Like, had me looking more than once. Um, when he's on the back of the Jeep on his skateboard... Okay. Is that the dad... From Teen Wolf Driving. Shit, I never noticed. I don't know because I don't remember Teen Wolf. Teen Wolf's a fantastic Michael J. Yeah. Fox movie. I remember yeah. nothing about it. I know the dad. I was I like, don't werewolves aren't him, funny though. as a kid. Because it's just like, it's the, it's the yeah. glasses. It's the 80s thick glasses guy who's and sort of chubby like with blonde. Kind of down, yeah. so he turns. It kind of looks like him. I don't know. I never, we'll investigate because now I'm curious, but. Did you guys also see the, um, there was a guy who looked a lot like the guy who was in two and three, but in the second one, like he was old and in the third one, he had a cowboy hat on and, uh, <laughs> are you talking about Biff? Is that, is that, is that the reference we're going for here? Cause no, I didn't notice that. Did you notice he looked like those guys? So- Here's the thing. If you were Marty, who would you rather bang? Jennifer or Leah Thompson from the 1950s? Leah Thompson, even though she's my mom. I'm sorry. Goddamn easily. Yeah. Like a hundred times out of a hundred. Just fucking smoke. Yeah. I'll go to her city. I'll go to her side. Her Caroline. I'll neck in with the her city. In car. I'll go to her Caroline in the city. You remember the fucking name of the artist that she hated, but also somehow we thought she should end up with? From Caroline in the City? Yeah. I don't remember it. Was it was Richard. No. Yeah. Richard's the worst. Oh, man. I hated Richard as a kid. On the show? Yeah, I did too. I thought he was the worst. Again, it's like, and then why does she end up with him? Why do we fucking care? <laughs> Fuck Richard. I don't care about Richard. He's a pretentious ass. Yeah. Yeah. It's the thing we like, hate the most. You have Niles at the very top from Frasier. But I like Niles. And Niles Richard's under him. But yeah, for some reason it works. Yeah, it's great there. Maybe because it's ramped up to like 11 and it's done for comedic effect. True. They tried it with Richard, but Richard's also a love interest, which is fucking weird. Yeah. Yeah. What else has Leah Thompson been in? Howard the Duck. Oh yeah, she was. She's pretty hot in that too, though. She had to pretend to to fall in love with a duck. Uh Uh-huh. Again. Kudos to her acting chops. I feel like, I don't know. She probably deserves a part of the Me Too movement for having to be in Howard the Duck and do what she did. <laughs> <laughs> that... <laughs> nah, dog. She's cool with it. <laughs> Once you go duck, that's all you want to fuck. <laughs> that was my Howard the Duck impersonation. Does he say that? No. But it, he does say, like, I, something... Like, he has so. a lot of fucking puns. Like, Once you go quack, you never go back? I mean, that one writes itself. He was a quack if I've ever seen one. Oh, God. Oh, this has gone afoul. <laughs> the situation is afoul. <laughs> Howard the Duck's the best. <laughs> also directed by Robert Zemeckis. Well, give me a... What's another... By, by M. Night Kubrick. <laughs> what's another duck pun? I don't know. Put it on my bill. There you go. There you go. <laughs> oh man. I'm sorry. This God. this is maybe the worst episode ever. I don't know, man. It you, might I just be know. my bias. Well, we're gonna shut the fuck up now. I'm so Will sorry. we? <laughs> yeah, we are. Uh, for real though, man, Mitch, thank you for coming the fuck 
down? Is it down? You're, you're Over north. down? Yeah. You came west. You packed up the wagons and loaded up Ma and <laughs> headed west. Yep. So thanks for coming down, man. Uh, I missed you this year at Louisville. I miss Louisville. Glad we got to see you now. I don't remember it. You don't. <laughs> Trust me, it's for the best. Next year we'll have fun, worry. I'll see. Find another group of people and be like, peace. <laughs> Playing Uno. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking out of here. Let's, let's play it next year. Let's see Ooh. who the real people are. You guys, I'm Kyle. I'm Ryan. I'm Mitchell. And, uh, yeah, I don't fucking care. Bye. See ya. That's how you retain audience. (laughs)